This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we are live. Let's go. Friends. Compatriots. Countrymen. Woo! <laughs> Welcome. Because you are a member of the Florida State community. And we just beat the damn Gators. Mm, Florida State sticks it right up the poop chute. 45 to 38. What a shootout. What a game. An instant classic of a game. My God, back and forth. A game where Florida State out of the gate a little bit shaky, kind of showing off some of the inconsistencies that we thought that they had done away with in the past month. And they come out roaring in a third quarter that I thought was, as far as responses go in the season, Adam, a 17-0 to third quarter, which has been a notorious bugaboo for them. My God, it was the time that they needed to take control and – they were fighting against Florida. They were fighting against Cheddar Bob, the uh, whatever, whatever Billy, I guess his name's actually Billy Napier, whatever the Paul Wall cosplayer that is Florida's, <laughs> Florida's head coach is. They were fighting against the refs who Florida State's defense sucked for a half. Those refs sucked all game. Hell they were yeah. fighting against that. They were fighting against the incoherent ramblings of Brock Osweiler. On, on the pitch, if you guys were watching it from home as I was, we went through it too. But they found a way to kick their rival's ass at home. And my God, it felt sweet, my brother. It felt absolutely sweet. We need to have a serious conversation about how bad the DBs are. Maybe we will. Maybe we <laughs> won't. I ca- brother, Maybe. you, you, we'll you can find that on a different podcast. Florida <laughs> State is 9-3. and three. They are 2-0 and oh against their rivals. They beat LSU. They beat UF. They beat Miami. They responded after a tough middle stretch full of injuries and very tough opponents. And they went 5-0. and oh. Best case scenario for these last five games. And man... Doke was rocking. The recruits were there. Drew Mendoza, the recruits were having some fun tonight. They were having fun. I was having fun. Florida State responded in the second half, and we put the screws to those dastardly reptilians from down south. You suck. Hate you, Adam. I feel like a trillion bucks. Time for you to talk. How you feeling, big man? Oh, man. I'm telling you right now, the beginning of this week was horrible. Obviously, I wasn't here, and this was my flu game. I'm recovered, fully recovered from the flu and sweating here, man. I don't sweat for a lot of football games. I get intense in these things. I get into them. I am I am all in as if I'm there on the sideline. Boy, they got me sweating on this one. Shoot. Absolutely. You always have a nice baseline level of perspiration. No, You're a little me. bit more moist no. tonight, big guy. And, and I'm always pretty chill on these things and everybody like, oh, you got, you, you know, you're not only uh, this one. Yeah, I'm amped up on this one. This one was a, this one was back and forth. I, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I, I thought Florida was kind of ready to quit, and then they kind of, I don't know, you know, you, 
the DB, Kevin Knowles, Kevin Knowles it up. And then the second half, unfortunately, you, you know, you're down, you're, you're, you know, you're number two and your number three safety. And then they kind of attack Sidney Williams a little bit and get at you. And then some bad calls and whatever, but man, what a game, what a game, this game, Jordan Travis. Oh, that's all I want to talk about. Cause he, he was a grown man. He said, Anthony Richardson, top five player, you know, first round pick, whatever, see my nuts and hold them for me. Cause <laughs> I got you here, brother. Like the old sandbag at the beginning of a Raiders yeah, of the yeah. Lost Ark. Absolutely. Hold these for me while Just I go do my on job. a pedestal. And it's true. And it's funny because it was a little bit of NC State-itis from those receivers, right? Mm-hmm. Like the yep. drops all over the place, very inconsistent because Jordan Travis's numbers didn't look great. And at no point other than a Johnny Wilson route on the sideline, which I believe didn't happen until the third quarter, there weren't too many throws that I would have put on him. I thought the receivers really did him a disservice. Now, of course, they stepped it up. Big shout out to Malik McLean. Throw up the X's for my guy Malik, the Uno Uno, Kentron Poitier, Poitier, as I uh, lovingly refer to him as. Your boy, Trey, your boy Trey Ward with a big sneaky run late in the game, too. On yes, the outside absolutely. Zone. Your boy, he got a little redemption tonight. I was happy to see that from him. It was Not good. Talked about a lot. It's been it's been the Trey Benson show, but damn, he got in there and snuck one out, and his his demeanor or his stature and his uh, his patience paid off on that outside zone. It hasn't been a, pl- a great play for him this year. That was a big run on that late drive. Absolutely, and a lot of poise. So that's a great thing to say because Jordan Travis all night, even when some of his skill players were letting him down. I'm fine. I am him. Capital H I M is the kids say. <laughs> Didn't give a, and listen, there's a slide rule. Uh, I'm sorry you boomers don't understand what's a slide and what's a dope slide under of a tackle, but my God, he got absolutely screwed out of multiple touchdowns and runs that were, he's the man, dude. You want, you want to talk about a kid transfers in from Louisville, takes his knocks, takes his licks, People don't think he can throw the ball and just willing a team to victory. Him and Trey Benson, absolutely phenomenal. I will say, yeah, Jordan Himothy Travis. Thank you, Khalil Young. Wonderful comment. Pay that man. Pay that man. Yes. Listen, NIL, push it towards. I'm sure we can beat a fifth round conditional Matthew pick. Quigley, from the if you're out there Texans. paying attention, just push him in. There's, there's people that are engaged right now in NIL. Push him in right mm-hmm. now. Because Including Jordan, everybody in this chat, 536 people, 536 of you better be donating to the throw it in. Just make it rain. Nobody cares. Just throw your money because I keep cutting my you off, God, Trey. I'm so sorry, man. I'm you're absolutely fine because your I'll bank account, your bank account doesn't feel as good as you feel right now. So throw <laughs> it to the cause. It'll be distributed evenly. Oh, Adam, it was phenomenal. We we didn't get there without some bumps and bruises. Mm-hmm. I will say. The fact that Florida State was able to have that 17-0 third quarter, I thought that was the story of the game because they went to halftime down three. This clown. I don't care. Why do we what do we have to show every dumb comment that flashes sometimes amongst I do, yeah. the sometimes screen? Sometimes I do. Anyway, I gotta show clowns. They're down three zero, like basically into the second half. I tweeted out, I go, listen, you're gonna be down six or ten in the third quarter. Figure it out. Adam Fuller did not. He had a rough, he had a rough go of it, especially Florida, Florida down with just Pearsall. <laughs> that gets pretty good. 
but they responded. Great pressure. Jamie Robinson had a great game. Shaheen Brown had a good game. And I think mm-hmm. had he not been hurt late in the game, I, I don't think it would have been that close. I think it was pretty clearly easy to see that that last touchdown that ATN had safety miscommunication, but my yeah. God, what a response, Adam. So what, what do you think the story of the game to you, to me, pretty obviously Jordan Travis, Trey Benson, and then, um, yeah, I think there's Brown, three stories. Renato Green. Yeah. I think there's what, three stories. Think? I think there's three stories from the game. I think the first is Jordan Travis. He was, we've said it enough. Timothy, he was incredible. He took the game over, thought he was a little sloppy early, actually, in, in the passing game. His accuracy was a little bit off, but he really dialed it in and was was elite tonight. Um, heard uh, on OTB this week, Zach and Brendan kind of going back and forth, and Zach didn't want to use that word elite, and Brendan was digging him a little bit. He was elite tonight. There's no no denying it. There's no doubting it. He, he was the best player on the football field. Um, I agree. Trey Benson, but really, I mean, I pointed out Trey Ward. I thought until Philly ran tough again tonight. Um, you know what? I would say there was there was a second storyline, and it's a positive, kind of negative, whatever. I thought the second storyline was Florida outplayed you on both both lines of scrimmage, but you mm. kept fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and finding things throughout the game. I thought that was important. You kept fighting. You didn't let the fact that they were playing more physical than you, than you on both sides of the line of scrimmage. You didn't let that take you out of your game and get you off. Um, and then the last, I thought it was punch counterpunch defensively. They were attacking Kevin Knowles. They attacked Kevin Knowles all night long. They attacked him there on on the fourth down, on that last drive. They kept throwing at him. Um, you know, obviously, <laughs> obviously they. I'm reading some of these some of these messages in chat. They're hilarious. Obviously, they felt that they could attack Kevin Knowles. Kevin Knowles was on Pierce all early in the slot. They went away from that. They started shadowing. Uh, uh, greedy Vance on Pearsall. Hats off to Greedy freaking Vance. Absolutely. Don't want to hear anything about what that, whether that trade was even, how that worked out. We won because that, no, dude, dude. that dude is a competitor. Commissioner should have vetoed it in, in, during, during the process. Competes, man. Damn, no, he competes. And it was hats off to Billy Napier, right? Because I thought that they had a very good offensive game plan. They ran a lot out of that bunch set. They tested Florida State's bunch Mm -hmm. like defense, something that we talked about on the triple option multiple times. And we thought that they had cleaned up and they had over the past four weeks. They were shaky at it tonight until they put Greedy Vance on the point multiple times where he jabbed Pierce on the face Mm -hmm. was the guy's a pest. I can't think of a better word to describe him than a pest because he was all up and down, up in that guy's grill the entire night. Played a wonderful game. That kid, he's been the Trey Benson of the defense. He obviously hasn't had as big of an impact as Trey has, but he's a kid that has accumulated confidence as the year has gone down, as, as the season's progressed. And he's looked so much better, man. Like, what? What, what a great team! What We've a, what been a really great critical team, of Marcus man. Woodson. That's a hat tip for his. Yeah, that's absolutely can't correct. Deny that. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I thought it was important. You know, that was a that was a move in the game, and everybody's like, "Oh, why aren't they adjusting? Why aren't they?" That was an adjustment in the game to make, and you saw Pearsall disappear after that. Um, so, yeah, you know, the second took, half he was a non-factor. I mean, yeah, Anthony Richardson that, was a non-factor. They the were able to half. take that part of the passing game away from them, which was a big part of what they wanted to do. And then they were running some bare front, so they would get into a little bit, a little bit of odd front, 
um, some some five man look. It wasn't really a five man look, but it was a five man look. They were they were doing some stuff, and I'm I'm curious to look at it more when we do the tape review because it was a little bit hard. The angle's not great uh, on, on the TV, so I'm curious to look at it some more. They started taking some of their running bubbles away, uh, and what I mean by bubbles is where they were trying to get double teams, and they were trying to take they were able to take some of those away by moving guys around. Um, so that helped stop slow the running game down at times. Another adjustment, and then Florida made more adjustments, and then you saw late again. Adam Fuller on that last drive. I mean, he just attacked. He attacked, attacked, attacked. He adjusted back. You have to give the guy credit. I mean, yeah, he gave up 38 points. That's an elite offense. You know, I mean, people are going to be frustrated about that. You got Anthony Richardson, the really good one tonight, until until they blitzed him. And then, I don't know, man. I'm impressed by how Adam Fuller coaches football games. I'd be sad to see him go if he were to leave this offseason. I know that's not a popular statement, but I, I would really miss him as a defense coordinator. <laughs> he technically ended the game twice on that last yeah, drive because I mean, even Brock Osweiler, my God, we've seen that guy play football in the NFL, not the best at rating a defense. Even he could tell, hey, not defensive pass interference. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, it's I think Florida, when they're humming efficiently with all of their pieces intact, in elite offense tonight, they played inspired. And I thought that I thought that their line, their offensive line, pretty criminally underrated all season. And they played up to their potential. They've got oh, yeah. a first round offensive draft pick <laughs> at off at, at guard, but man, the response that Florida state had, because it was very harrowing at halftime, right? Adam mm. they had the three point lead. We had we we couldn't we did not stop them at all up until that point. They bowed up. They switched game plans. We were talking about can we, will we see some variation in the game plan? Adam Fuller brought more heat, and he said, "Hey, is Good Richardson going to be the same with the sped up play clock?" And he was not. And I think credit to them and credit to Mike Norvell and Alex Atkins because we said something in the third quarter. Man, that was such a like perfectly what is that what's going on right greedies some of the guys are on the live sorry i'm trying to pay attention a little no don't no no some of the guys are on the live they were showing the gator head in the locker room drink it in let them drink it in you guys watching at home drink in whatever criminal mischief act they do to that stupid stuff gator head whatever we're in they'll put some like some of those shutter shades from like 2000 kanye west on it whatever they do to defile that gator head everybody drink it in because boys and ladies we've had it rough for whatever reason the people above have chosen to smite florida state fans in the florida state program and my god we're crawling out of the muck like andy dufresne out of the out of the poop pipe do you have it on there I was hoping to show everybody. And we've finally seen the sunshine of whatever Andy Dufresne saw in Mexico and guys bask in it. <laughs> it's a nine win season. It's a five and O finish to the season, a five and O finish to the season that included W's over both of your rivals. It was a packed doke. It was an electric doke. It was a prime time doke and Florida state did not falter. They answered the bell. They were the better team and they overcame some tough situations, some of their own making. Doesn't matter. They were the better team. And Dr. Thunder Paul Wall, get your ass back to Alachua <laughs> County because we do not care. 
It is over. Florida State rules the state. Shut up everyone else and enjoy our rain for the next 365. And Adam, my God, I hate to be cocky. It feels nice to just revel in it a little bit. And I think that we all should. I really think that we all should because it's a team that went through the ringer itself, man. Yeah, Highs, yeah, lows, yeah. rebounds, up and down. It's just it, it the season's a microcosm of the Florida State fan experience. To, like as a coach, Adam, what do you think about a team that can start off four and zero, zero and three, five and zero? Like you're a coach, you've experienced it. What, what does that say to you about the the emotional makeup, the character of a team and a coaching staff? What a yeah. wild series of events. You you know, long time ago, I was taught that you want to be like this. You know, with your with your lifestyle, with everything you want to do, you want to be on even plane. If you're on a roller coaster, you're not healthy. Your 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 team's not healthy. You, you as a player's not healthy. You as a coach isn't healthy. The fact that they can stay on that even plane speaks volumes to what they've done off the field as much as it is on the field. Um, they've created an atmosphere where these guys can go play to play. They can go day to day, week to week and find success because they can just stay even keeled. They can stay the same. They're not going to get too high. They're not going to get too low. Every time they show up, they know what they're going to get out of themselves because they know, they know they're just going to be right here. And if people aren't seeing it, I'm just showing you kind of a flat line because it's important. It's important. <laughs> We're talking with our hands here, guys. Yeah. It's sorry. Video cast first audio second, but yeah, there's a lot of, it's important. Talking. It's important to stay level though. It's important to stay level because that allows you to focus. I mean, you saw on that last offensive drive, they were able to control the clock. They were able to stay in bounds when they needed to stay in bounds, get down. They were able to eat that clock up at the end there to not give Florida a lot of time left because they were in control of the situation. You saw them come out of a out of a game against Clemson, three straight losses. They come out, they have a bye, they come out against Georgia Tech, they stay even keeled, they just attack each situation, they attack every day. They work and they work and they work and they work. And it's just what they, it's the foundation of what Mike's program is. It's what he's been trying to build. And here we are. And I think it's, it, it's, he talked about wanting to do it the right way and trying to do it the right way. It hasn't been easy. It's been frustrating. He's made mistakes. And I think he would admit that. But the one thing they've done is they've stayed even keeled and they are who they are. They're not going to try to be somebody else. Last year in this game, we saw them try to be somebody else. Great point. Absolutely great point. Because we've seen a team on the cusp of success. And the moment was way too big for them last year. Complete meltdown against a much worse Florida team with no coaching staff, no direction. And it was just enough to beat you on the road. You're absolutely right. We've seen a team that is ready to have greatness be achieved. Yep. And they're not ready for it. But right now, to borrow a phrase from the great Jerry Seinfeld, we are masters of our domain. <laughs> we control it all, right? It's in our hands. Pardon the pun. And man, it's it's absolutely the cliche. Yeah, anybody who wants to contribute to the Jordan Travis NIL fund, make sure that all your donations are marked Jordan Travis NIL 13, whatever <laughs> asterisk, asterisk, make it happen. Cause that kid, my God, man, what, 
what a revelation he was. You, uh, we'll plug it again. If you haven't visited Rising Spear and you're able to, today's a great t- day to do it. There's there is a yeah. big time tight end on campus uh, that's transferring. Just saying, be nice to be nice to uh, throw some NIL money if he were to choose the Florida State Seminoles, not as an inducement or whatever. That no, 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 no. My God, let's keep it above board. Yeah, whatever, wh- whatever entities end up, just give it to the ones that know what they're doing and give <laughs> vociferously. Anyway, but what. It, the the cliche is the team takes on the mindset of the head coach and man i i really think that they do the unflappable nature of mike norvell the gray hoodie assassin never gets rocked never gets phased always has the next play in and it's um god it's been a long time coming but this nine-win season, it doesn't feel like a fluke. It doesn't feel like a like a Michigan State totally like transfused transfer portal nine or ten-win season. This feels like the building block of a sustainable program. And my God, yeah, Kevin Kelly, oh, the goat, the goat yes. of professional I wrestling announcing, the voice of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and a personal friend. I would say, love you, Kevin. He pointed out no personal fouls in this game, and you're right. A game there was one. Forced. There was one. There was one late by Renardo Green. Yeah, that was weak. That's okay though. Sauce. That's okay though. Weak. Kevin, you were close. Sauce. You, were close. you know what? I, I disagree. I agree with Kevin because he's my close personal friend, and he has like commentated on multiple five star matches in Japan. Anyway, that's another thing. They were able to keep. Their composure, Lane Barber, Kev is actually, he was actually at the game. He got to watch yeah. it live. So we cannot wait for him to join us for the triple option smorgasbord. <laughs> uh, just whatever we're going to do to chop this game up. But no, dude, they kept their composure. They didn't get rattled. They were down in the game, a game that a lot of like pugilists and analysts did not think that they'd be down in. And they responded. They owned the third, they owned the third quarter and they <laughs> won the game. And man, solid fantastic what a chef's kiss satisfying way to end the season because i'll be honest with you five and oh if you would have asked me after clemson i i wouldn't have thought we were going to go five and oh no not me either i mean i thought there were a three and two football team past clemson but i'll be i'll be completely honest i mean i thought a little bit more of what miami was going to try to do and that i didn't think you would win this game um so and, and to be honest with you, it's not so much even that you thought less of the opponents. Yeah. Going 5-0 and in college football is extremely difficult. You've got athletes that are 18 to 22 years old. Right. Consistency is absolutely it, – it, it's the hottest commodity there is. We've talked about it. And they found it, man. And they found it in an environment, and it paid off for FSU. Yeah. So, Adam, I don't really have anything more to say. There's going to be no, – I want to ask you. I want to ask you a question, Trey. Okay, because I wanted, great... I wanted to, I wanted to talk about like if there's any questions in the chat, start flooding them right yeah, now. No, no, no. But I want to ask you a question because you do such a great job of you're lying, but I'll take it. all these yeah. things. You do such a great job of really flowing the conversation. After the game, what was your immediate thought? What was the first thing that popped in your head? It was a, it was a sense of relief in ecstasy because it was um. It's tough when you're it's tough when you're in you're in the journey. You're in the trench. Like the lights at the end of the tunnel, we promise. This is the guy, this is the guy. 
And Mike Norvell, Mary, he may well have been the guy. But when you're in the middle of it, when you're losing to Jacksonville State, when like you're getting roughed up last year, there's so many variables. This season has gone not perfectly because mm-hmm. you, you even left some wins out on the table. But this season has gone so well that the roadmap to Mike Norvell being the guy to leading you out of the muck, it's not just wish casting. It's not fantasy. It's right there. Right. Like you've seen, this is what a Florida State program looks with elite evaluation. This is what a Florida State program looks with elite development from the strength and conditioning standpoint. This is what a Florida State program looks like with elite offensive scheme and game planning. This is what a Florida State program looks with year in, year out development. You don't just hoard talent and hope that it doesn't degrade over their four years here, man. Like this is extremely like promising stuff. Yeah. And this is what it feels like for a Florida State fan that is waiting for the boulder to hit them like Wiley Coyote over the past three years. And I've been guilty of it for the past season. Like, when will I come down from this high? It's not happening, man. You've got a competent coaching staff. That doesn't mean yeah. it's perfect. You can tweak here or there, but guys, for feel good about what you have. We've watched That's how I feel. We've watched for years teams be like, oh, we're back. Miami's always coming back. Somebody's always <sighs> back. This feels a little bit different to me because it just feels like sustainable. You capitalized at the end. Like we've seen those teams go and win like nine games, ten games, or whatever once, but they always have those like let down moments in the season. They always kind of screw themselves over. Just feels like Florida State isn't doing that. I don't know. Maybe that's just some Homer. And no, I disagree like, because you're right. Like those nine, 10 win teams from past, they could be benefited by easy crossover schedules from whatever conference they're in. They won nine or 10, but like the big dog in the conference brained yeah. them by like 30 or 40 points. Florida State was competitive in every single game they played this season and they won nine of them. Yeah. That is that is paramount. And the in the trenches, while improved, they have room to improve. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are not no. the final form of the offensive lines and the defensive lines that Florida State can get, particularly nope. with the reputation that they have. Guys, the, the sky's the limit. However, what you've done is because you ate the turd burger in year <laughs> one and year two. The floor has been raised. It's the it's you can build a program with high swings and variability and hope that you like capitalize on injury luck and whatever. Mike Norvell has preferred the incremental ac- approach. And my God, man, like the incremental approach paid off in year three because nine wins wasn't even close to what I was predicting. Even if you would have told me that you could guarantee a healthy Jordan Travis for like whatever, 95% of the season, I still don't think I would have predicted nine. All right. So I I want to come at Gator Kirk here a little bit. Gator Kirk, obviously everybody knows Gator Kirk. He's, he's out there. He's everywhere. He's on, he, he visits all the different. (laughs) I didn't realize we had such a star in our midst. He, 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 uh, he's on all the different shows and channels and uh, he's, he's popular. Um, so he, he he commented here in the chat that we've dominated all the inferior opponents except this game. Changes need to be made. I don't think that Florida was as inferior as some of us, some of you want to believe. Uh, they dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football, um, the whole game. I mean, and when you do that, 
you give yourselves an opportunity to win a football game, and that's why it was closer than it should have been. Um, it was disappointing to see, in my opinion, my my biggest disappointment from the game, and I don't want to talk about disappointing things, so I'm only going to talk about this briefly. Make it My quick. biggest disappointment from this game was how they still were able to beat you physically up front on both sides of the ball. That's an area going forward that this program has got to get better, and they need to invest in. Um, if they're going to take that next step, they're going to take that next step as a program, that is the area where they're going to have to take it. Those are where all the greatest Florida State, Florida State football teams came from. It was in the trenches. I think there's some young guys on that offensive line that are really going to take a jump next year. Julian Armella, he's a hell of a lot better than Jazz Turnantine as a sophomore. But Jazz did his job. We're not going to yeah, knock, not going to knock. Jazz. No, no, no. What, what a stopgap! Yeah, absolutely. Been yep. playing. Um, you know, J- maybe you're able to move Robert Scott inside. Hopefully, next year that offensive line is able to be to able to be even better. Defensive line wise, you've got some young guys. Hopefully, you go out, get you a get you a nice impact defensive tackle and a defensive end, whatever you need to do. Um, that those that those areas though they've got to keep getting better. It was the main reason why Florida was able to stay in this football game. Florida played Florida played a a brand of football tonight, and I just watched the Washington Commanders do it to the Philadelphia Eagles a couple weeks ago, and it made me sick to my stomach. They controlled the football with a running game because they had an advantage inside against a team. They were able to double team, get people moving off the football. They were able to control the lines of scrimmage and shorten the football game. But Florida State showed their play their ass off and went and won it. So, no, I, I don't want to hear about Florida being an inferior opponent and Florida State needs to make changes. No, I don't want to hear any of that tonight. We went no, and won a football it, game where we got beat up front. Look, look at the team composite talent rankings. I, I would I would think that Florida is actually much more talented than Florida State. However, they played more consistently under the tutelage of a first-year coach. And like Adam was saying, guys, the trenches for Florida State have been it, – it's been a nuclear disaster. And it takes more than a year or two to start growing flowers at Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Finally, we're starting to reap what we sow. It's just taken a long time, which to be honest with you, this hasn't been the, this hasn't been the hot shot nitrous to the nose, whip it rebuild guys. Like this has taken some time. However, it's not so much of a, it's so much of a quick hit. It's a very sustainable rebuild, which is the type of rebuild that Florida state needs as all of the ancillary factors in the periphery start to buy in more go to the NIL collective that rules the most please and support. But no, I I wouldn't classify Florida as an inferior opponent. And you could see how they matched up with Florida state in the trenches, especially with Ventrell Miller was in even their offensive line. I thought there was so much talk about how and caveat it was from Brock Osweiler. He was talking about how Florida state had the, vaunted nationally rated offensive line in the game, man, Florida state's offensive line was absolutely beastly. They were very good Mm -hmm. and we dealt with it. And those advantages in the trenches will be dealt with. And you still want a game. You still want a huge electric rivalry game. It, uh, it was a ball game. Um, I tell you what, Trey, we're (laughs) 31 minutes here. 
Let's, any uh, other good? Any other good? I feel like we've hit it all. And there's I think so the, much. There's an LSU fan in here arguing. He's not arguing. He's actually being very cordial. He's just talking about the game next year, kind of what's going on with there. There's people complaining about Bud. I don't know why people are complaining about Bud. Shout out to Bud. I no, love me and Butter. Me and Butter friends. God, and it's we're talking about an FSU community, guys. For the love, Jesus. For the love of all things holy. If you can't be happy tonight, you're racked up nine wins. You're going to have a dope-ass bowl game against the team that hopefully you'll slap around brutally, like Hulk Hogan to a ham and egg or jobber in 1986. Guys, this is the time for positivity. It was an awesome finish to the season. They went 5-0. and We questioned if they could. They did the damn thing. They beat Miami. They beat Florida. They beat LSU. The season was an unquestioned success. Gird your loins for December because boys transfer portal and early signing day are heating up. Tune into Knowles 24 seven, but you know what? Pump the brakes. Cause that's coming. Basking a little bit. <laughs> because like I said at the beginning, we just beat the damn Gators. Hmm. And just, mm, how's that sound, Adam? That sounds oh, good, sweet, don't you, man? Big, man? I'll tell you right now. That, that feels good, sweet. big boy, doesn't it? I, I'm sad that there's not a football mm. game next week. Mm. I love, love watching this football team. Do Everybody do me a favor, though. If you're not subscribed right now, drop down there, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notifications, get them turned on. Make sure you like this video or whatever it is you need to do. If you don't like us, then don't like us, whatever. Like the video. No, I disagree. Still like us. Yeah. Go over to X's and Knowles. Make sure you're subscribed over there. Hit every like button on that some bitch too. I, I better believe that later. Somebody will get mad at me. Nobody get over to Knowles. We don't do any editing on these know, podcasts. If you want to know what, what what's coming from the talent wise and all this recruiting and, and transfer portal talk, Zach's going to be the one to tell you about it. It's going to be incredible. These next this next day, two days, all the feedback. Big things are coming. Big things are coming. Big things are coming, and big things have happened. Florida State secured a 9-3 and three record, and my God, does it feel like a trillion million dollars. I am Trey Rowland for the Knowles 24-7 Instant Reaction. That was my much more articulate and knowledgeable friend, Adam Brown. Guys, go to Knowles 24-7, hit all the message boards, and my God, if you're related to a Florida fan, if you live next to a Florida fan, if you're in a Florida fan just in the car loop pickup for your kids, shame them mercilessly because mm. screw them. They suck and you've earned it guys. Two the hands Knowles to the sky. Won. Nine. Two hands three. to your crotch. Ever stop chopping gators suck. Knowles rule. And my God, it's golden. See you later. <laughs> okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 